Hey, it's John Lee Dumas of EO Fire, and it's The Entrepreneurial You, the show for dedicated and passionate Caribbean entrepreneurs seeking daily inspiration, brought to you by author, speaker, and award-winning entrepreneur, Henneka Watkins-Porter. You must be prepared to ignite. It is time for another episode of the Entrepreneur You podcast. And I'm Henneka Watkins-Porter, your host and creator of the show. Welcome back. I'd like to say to my regular listeners and a very special welcome to those of you who you're tuning in for the very first time. I hope this will not be your last, right? I want to have you back. I appreciate you being here. Now, last week, I spoke with a colleague and friend who was actually a sponsor of the Entrepreneurial You Radio Edition via Vain Centers of Jamaica. And we were also competitors on a reality TV series vying for capital for our business, and that's NCB Capital Quest. So it was so good catching up with Javet Nixon. Long overdue for this podcast. You know, we've spoken on other shows before. But for this podcast, it's the first in a very long time or the first time on this show, you know, that we are having a conversation. So that was so good. So you can catch his journey. Uh, Just throw back to to last week's episode and you have it. This week, I'm talking with someone that I spoke with very long ago when this program was just on radio, right, on Pro 106. And he has since evolved into a force to be reckoned with, right? when it comes on to the entrepreneurial landscape. But before I bring him on, I want to thank those who bring some money in on this show. They continue to support the entrepreneurial you. Uh, to Newcomer, the Jamaica Public Service Company Limited, JPS, the National People's Cooperative Bank of Jamaica Limited, Profit Jumpstarter, and the Jamaica Stock Exchange, whose podcast, the Jamaica Stock Exchange and You, is hosted and produced by me. So I implore you to give it a listen when you get a chance. And here's a word from the JC. After that, I will be introducing my guest and we just ride on with our conversation. We needed to raise capital, but our experience with local financial institutions was that they were cautious and slow to act and interest rates were far too high. We had real concerns about financing our business through outside equity investors and the possibility of interference. Could we get a fair valuation for our business? We had our own ideas about the business and its value. Should I go the traditional route of bank financing or should I try the Jamaica Stock Exchange? So we made a call and experienced transformation of our business through conversations. I'm John Mafood, CEO of Jamaican Teas, and we're listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. Give us a call today at 876-967-3271 to begin your transformation through conversation. We want to see your company listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. Welcome back. Now, today's opening business tip, courtesy of the National PC Bank of Jamaica, committed to the growth and development of their members, is get organized. Successful businesses are built on organization. This can either make or break your business. Without organization, tasks can pile up and you can lose valuable money and time. Thank you so much for this reminder the National PC Bank of Jamaica. Thank you. Much appreciated. Now, the moment that you've been waiting for is here. My guest on episode 281 of the Entrepreneurial You is Rashoy Billings. Now, Rashoy described himself as kind, generous, and hardworking individual who likes to maintain a healthy lifestyle via diet and the gym. The envy of many, I suppose, yeah? He takes his professional duties seriously and aims to build one of the largest tech companies in the Caribbean. Rashoy is the founder of Gift Me. Welcome, 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 Rashoy. Thank you for having me, Hanika. Happy to be Ab- here. Yeah, man, and I am happy to have you as well. I mean, from way back when, we're going to talk a little bit about that when I had you on the Entrepreneurial You on Radio. Huh? Time yes, play. that was a long time ago. <laughs> long, long time. Donkey's air years, they would say. Yes. <laughs> All right, well, before I get into that, I want to hear from you, like I asked a lot of my Jamaican guests, uh, what yes. do you love most about being Jamaican? Well, for me... I've traveled extensively and for me, just the fact that people actually respect and love our culture 
you know, mm -hmm. just being born here is, 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 it feels like greatness. You know, um, we're, we're an island and we're very, we're, we're like very big and we do a lot of different things. And I really love how we approach the hustle mentality because, you know, we're, we're not a really rich country, so we have to work extremely hard. And when we go out into the world, it, it just pushes us above the rest of everybody else. And that's why we excel and do so great. That is what I love. Wow. And you know, your response almost sounds like a carbon copy of Javit Nixon. I'm sure you have not heard that episode yet. So <laughs> <No>. <laughs> clearly things are going for we as Jamaicans and we like we are people, we capture the essence of Jamaica in such a profound way, you know. Um, it's, it's interesting though, because the more I ask this question and the, when I, when I have international guests on, I would ask them, you know, maybe perhaps what it is that they've heard about Jamaica that would stand out or what they know that would stand out and stuff. And the more I ask this question is the more I'm realizing the impact that Jamaica has on the world, you know, and the more Jamaican I feel even asking this question and, and more I love to ask it. Wow. I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> I agree. All right, Rashoy. So let's go back, way back when you were part of Kingston Beta, right? Um, yes. An initiative. There was a pitch competition going on. Shout out to Ingrid Riley, right? And I remember my producer for the show at the time reached out to you based on, because she was keeping her fingers on the pulse and she knew the companies that were doing well coming out of the pitch competition, you know, and little businesses and stuff and startups. And so she reached out to you and we had a conversation. We brought you onto the show. But to be honest with you, I was hoping that I would have searched for the, the audio and, and get back some essence of what we talk about. Because I don't even remember what we talk about. Yeah. But all I know that you had some business going on or some business idea. Let's go back to that. Sure. Um, so at, at the time I'd entered that competition with um, WAP Create, mm -hmm. uh, essentially my first, my biggest project and first project that I worked on that had some great traction to it. And what that product allowed anybody in the world to do was to create a mobile website without any prior knowledge of programming. So it was the world of what you call no code tools. They call it that today, but it was, let's think about like a Wix or a Squarespace or a company like that. So it allowed you to just have your own mobile website presence without having to code. So I built that tool. It, um, it was very popular in the world, uh, mostly in India and Indonesia and um, some, some of those Asian countries. And what, what happened is that it got 100,000 signups and about 3 million unique visitors per day. And we had over say what? Yeah, that was it. Was <laughs> it actually in terms of um, usage? It has been my biggest accomplishment to date. And and you know, it wasn't something that was monetized at the time. I just I was just passionate about engineering, creating, and I saw the opportunity to build something like that because I started out that way by using somebody else's tool to build websites. And so I wanted to build my version of what that looked like. And so ended up building that tool. And it was very popular. You know, I had a lot of bloggers at the time doing doing blogs about the tool, how to use it. So you could, you, you could actually see that the, the proliferation of the tool happened because a lot of other creatives were using it to do different things, such as building websites to sell clothes on, building different websites to maybe have people download music and so forth. So it was a lot of um, different types of websites. And what was amazing is that after I built this thing, a lot of people used it in such a way that I would never have dreamt of, right? Um, so that was very exciting. It, it grew really big. At any point in time, we would have like 30, 50,000 people concurrently online on the system. So it was, it was very, very, very popular. But I was really young at that time, never knew how to monetize it. And so um, a lot of things started happening, such as, you know, I could not pay for the servers, which was like a thousand US a, a month at the time. And, you know, the bandwidth and all these different things, you know, kept running out, tried to find ways to monetize it, um, added like an ad network platform to it, got a few thousand euros in revenue. And then they shut us down because they, they said that some of our content that was sending the hits to them, um, they didn't like the content per se and so we sounds like it was adult content 
it was out of the content because you know in the when, when you give people like the freedom to build these things i found that a lot of um of, of the sites that were built on there were adult websites and they were sending like huge amounts of hits those websites got so much hits it was unbelievable and so I, when, when when i started building moderation tools etc everything had already gone down the drain so um actually ended up selling that product to uh to to some guys in india at the time it was tw like 2013 2014 i sold it for like 10 grand us <laughs> mm. you know, chump change but at that time boy i was living i was i was living with a woman at that age and i needed the money so i did it <laughs> story come to bump <laughs> story come to bump <laughs> All right. Um, I won't even go down that road with you, right, Rashoy? But here's no, the thing. You said something <laughs> you said something a while ago. Um, that that was your biggest accomplishment to date. It has been your biggest biggest accomplishment to date and was not monetized, except of course when you sold it, right? But yes. it brings to memory because I'm a student of sociology and it brings to memory um Karl Marx's view of alienation of labor. Um, essentially saying that, you know, capitalism kind of pull us away because, you know, each different, each person, does, you know, like the, what do you call it now, the production line where one person does this, another person does that and so on. And so yes. as creative beings, we are alienated from our labor, but naturally um, what we love to do is to create no matter what, you know, um, exactly. it doesn't even have to be something that's monetized. And that is why a lot of people I find in the creative industries as well, don't even want to charge for their work because it's just something that they love doing. And they feel because again, there's a mentality that when you, um, when you charge for, you should not charge for what you love to do. But Precisely. Anyway. So at that point, <laughs> you're right. You're so right. Because at that mm -hmm. point, um, I was in university building that project and I wasn't I, I wasn't even interested in in making any money at all from it right that wasn't the real purpose why I built it just the fact that you know we had hundreds hundreds of thousands of usage it was that 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 feeling enough was good for me you know so um if if you know at some point we could actually run the, run the platform without needing to monetize it it would have made sense because just the just having millions of hits every day and looking at my Google Analytics. And that is essentially how I actually um, was placed. I think it was placed second at, uh, it was Caribbean Beta at the time. It wasn't Kingston yeah, Beta. It was yeah, Caribbean, Caribbean Beta. Beta right. so, so I didn't go there with a pitch deck or anything to pitch a product that, you know, I went there with my Google Analytics actually. And yeah. I just pulled it up and showed about 30,000 people online and the amount of hits that I was getting per month. And that sure. That, that, so hold on. That's a classic case of show, not tell, you know? So, yeah, I, 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 I was, it was so odd that I didn't win because I had the only product there with great traction. Mm, well, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, is what it, it is. It is I, what it is. Yeah. After that, I had this, it was this gentleman from Google who had, was here at the time, Gwox or something and reached mm -hmm. out to me. I remember him. Yeah. He wanted to invest in the thing, but you know, I was very skeptical of, of I, I didn't, it wasn't money that I needed really, you know, I just, just love the product, wanted to work on it, etc. And, um, after okay. a while things became hard and. Okay. And what, 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 how old were you at that time? Um, I was about 21. All right. So what is your, whatever age now self saying to your 21 year old self about, Oh, I don't want, you know, I, I wasn't in need of the money. What, what is that? This <laughs> self saying to that self? No, talk it's to a me, different, talk truth. it is a different self. now. <laughs> right off the bat, I would have built a lot of um, business processes and monetization, monetization strategies around the product itself. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, if I had known that it would have gotten so far and, and grown so big. So, that's what I would have done. Um, and I would have not made a lot of um, decisions, especially I've become better as an engineer. And so actually scaling the product from a technical perspective, I would have been able to do that better with very little resources. You know, um, it, you know, whenever you have a product of that scale, usually the, the database is the bottleneck. I didn't know enough about scaling databases and all those technical things at the time I was still learning. And um, so I, I would have just um, told my um, older self, you know, if I could go back in time to ju just look at these things. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. So you're kind of going to where it's um, this conversation is naturally flowing into and it's 
the lessons learned from that experience, good and bad? The good lesson is I got to improve myself as an engineer. I got to understand business processes better. I got to understand marketing better, how to do product positioning, how to do copywriting. A lot of the things that I use today to make give me so good and so big is what I actually learned from, from building what create, right? Um, um, so scaling give me because we get tons of hits per day now, especially in our cashier servers and so forth. Um, so I understand now how to scale those things with very little resources. And we don't have to pay. The, the give me server bill is not as much as what, what create bill was, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we get um, just as much hits on give me. And um, so some, some of the, the, the bad things now, I don't think I have any bad thing from that experience at all. Everything, everything is good. If I had known some of the things that I, that I know now, I would actually be very wealthy already. Yeah, you know? so the song that comes into my head, like, I don't know why I'm at, all of a sudden I'm starting to sing on these podcast episodes. So the song that comes into my head, if I knew then what I know now, yeah. <laughs> I'd find a way to make things work out somehow. All right, back to you. Yes. So <laughs> I think back sometimes because I've been at the forefront of a lot of new um, developments and technology and Sometimes when I think back, I say, how did I miss out on that? And, and that's the only bad thing that I, um, that I can think about is if, if I monetize um, WebCreate properly back then, I, w- I would be like maybe a decamillionaire right now, you know, in U.S. dollar terms. And um, I was also at the forefront of the Bitcoin thing. You know, I, I, I started working with Bitcoin was about $90. And, you know, but because I was so close to it and all the hacks and all these different things that kept happening, I was like, yo, stay far away from this thing. And, you know, if, if I had probably bought a thousand Bitcoins, then I would be a decamillionaire now, just the same. So it's, I just think it's from a, from a wealth perspective and just, um, you know, monetizing the platforms and different things that I actually should have done at that time. Those are the only things that I, that I say that I regret. But mm-hmm. everything else was a learning experience for me. Like Absolutely. Nothing, nothing yeah. is wasted. I know, I mean, as Steve Jobs says it best, you know, that you don't connect the dots looking forward. You connect them looking back. So hindsight is always going to be 2020, right? And you're going, and each path is going to, um, each lesson will take you to somewhere else. You know, it's, it's building on nothing is wasted. You know, you may think that we don't need, we don't use whatever we, you know, lesson that our, you know, path that we trod. But you use it, you know, you use it to make better decisions going forward. Um, you know, in the school of life, those things really do help. So, so Rashad, what you've done, because you, 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 you've gone from what creates and you went straight to gift me. But I wanted to get a little in between, right, before we head over to gift me. Kind of paint the picture for us of the roller coaster, if it were one, um, from you starting what creates. And no, you mentioned about gift me. Uh, what does that, you know, looks like? Is it a seesaw experience, you know, in terms of the different ventures that you've started? And, and what are some of those? Okay, great question. I can tell you that I've started many things. Um, <laughs> and all the things that I've started have had some success to some degree. Um, so between, let's say between that time um, after... WAPCREATE, I started freelancing a bit, building websites here and there for different people um, so that I could, you know, build up some, some revenue for myself. And, um, to, but to go deeper into what I actually was doing at the time, I started working on, on banking systems and loan origination systems. So I got very deeply into the understanding of accounting and finance. I had to learn all those different things to understand how to build these systems. And so building building systems for JMMB at the time in about 2015, that time period, I was building a bunch of systems for different banks and loan companies, et cetera. So I was working in the finance, or we could call it FinTech space a lot. Um, around 2016 now, I got introduced to blockchain. Not sure if you've ever heard of Caricoin, but that was the first mobile blockchain wallet in, mm-hmm. in Jamaica. And I was the first engineer there, built that. Um, Ooh, yeah, you. Yeah, built up a team for, and that time Bitcoin was still early, you know. Uh, if I had known you then, I would have told you to put like 10 grand in, in, in Bitcoin and then you, you would be super rich right now. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, so at that time, I was playing around with Bitcoin, Ethereum, 
and those different cryptocurrencies has, had just come out. We used to mine them at the, at the, at the company. And um, so building, building the blockchain, while it opened up my eyes to what is actually happening in the world, how, how blockchain is evolving and working, integrating with different partners overseas. And just from a business perspective, I got to learn a lot about how the production of these um, apps work that have millions and millions of users per day exchanges and so forth. So that was an eye-opener for me working at Caricoin. Um, I be eventually became the VP of engineering there. I got to hire like 14 people um, that, that worked um, in my team. And so that kind of opened up my eyes to how to hire, um, how to choose the right engineers and people that you, know, you want to work with. Um, after that stint, I'd saved up a bunch of money. I was living in Kingston at the time. Um, so I've moved back and forth, you know, um, from Mandeville to Kingston multiple times. And what happened is that I saved a bunch of money and I resigned from that job because I've always wanted to, to build my own business, right? And that was just supplementary income for me to do so eventually. So after resigning, um, went back to Mandeville, end of 2016, paid off my my rent and car note for like a year and say, I'm going to focus on myself. And that's when I got really into the gym, healthy lifestyle, and also looking at different products and researching and developing different strategies and writing code and all of those different things. That's eventually when I came up with the product, it was called Staff Genius, which is a workforce management software. Um, it was a software as a service. And, you know, I built that out with a friend didn't know how to get it sold, so came to Kingston looking for partners, eventually found somebody. Um, instead of selling that product, though, I, I, start, I, I became an agency, what I call a software agency, and that's not sure if you've ever heard of Orba. Mm -mm. Or I've seen Orba on the road on one of those billboards. It says, Orba, we, we make the best software for companies or something like that. Um, so I started Orba with another um, person, and... That led me down a road of building a lot of different products for different companies like Proven, Sagicore. So I'm not sure if you've ever used Sagicore E-Invest or Proven IPO Pro. Yeah, yes, I have used Sagicore E-Invest. Yeah, all those tools. Um, okay. um, so, 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 so went straight back into building banking systems, brokerage systems, and, and other, other systems related to bank integration into... Jamaica Stock Exchange. So I've had my I've had my hands in so many different industries that it that as a software engineer, um, you know, you know, bridging the gap between the business intelligence, what the business need, and and what the software should actually become. It has I think it has transformed me into not just a software engineer, but what I call a product engineer. So I, I really understand what people are thinking, understand what the user experience should look like all those different things. So that's what I've been doing throughout the years. And I think a year and a three months ago, so give me a year and three months now, um, I decided to leave the agency business um, at the time because, you know, that wasn't really my interest. It was doing well and everything and it's still doing well, but it wasn't really my interest to be working on different products for different companies. That's not going to give me residual income and it's not going to make me money while I'm sleeping, right? So I was... I was in the United States now um, for a few months and I saw, I was in the, I was in the mall and I saw a physical gift card on one of those um, little stalls in the middle of the mall. And I was wondering what that was because I'm not used to that, you know, being in Jamaica, right? I saw that and I was like, I, this is so, this is such a little thing, you know, but I was mind blown because I looked at it, it had a QR code, a barcode, like a very, like a serialized number and all of that. And my technical brain took over, right? And I'm like, right, right. So hold that thought. Your technical <laughs> brain took over. Let me take yes. a break right here. And I'm going to read a review uh, that came from one of our podcast listeners. And it says, Caribbean Entrepreneurs in Action. Excellent content delivered with style and grace by Henneke Watkins Porter. Go, Henneke. And this comes from G.W. Kell. That's out of the United States of America. Thank you so much for not just listening, but for pausing to, for pausing to write this review. I really appreciate you. And I ask that you share it with a friend and have that friend share with another friend, right? 
I appreciate you. Thank you so much. And if you wrote a review, please send me an email at hennikawatkisporto.com or hennikawatkisporto at gmail.com rather. And let me know so that I can shout you right here on the show. All right, your brain. Let's get back to that part of the conversation, Rashoy. Sure. Um, I know I'm talking a lot. You can cut me anytime, right? <laughs> no, man, that's fine. I want to hear it. I just had to break that in, keep the suspense. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so just to recap, between the time of, after selling uh, Wapcrate mm-hmm. and to about 2018, 2019, I was working on a lot of banking systems, fintech systems in, in those spaces, right? And this was as a software engineer freelancing with my friends and so forth. So nothing concrete underneath, under an umbrella or LLC or anything like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so fast forward now, after Orba, that company that founded agency business, still going on today, um, you know, builds a lot of software for for, for banks and those things. Um, I well, I took a break, went to the United States, you know, shopping. Saw uh, I saw a physical gift card in the mall. Looked at it, had a, a bunch of attributes that I would think about. You know, technically, I would say, how do how how is this redeemed? And I started asking a question to the person who owned owned the stall, and I was like, how is this used? And they were like, you can buy this. And give it to some, gift it to somebody, and then they can take it back here and redeem it for goods and services. And automatically, I'm, I was like, "Why isn't this digital?" <laughs> right? <laughs> and so, I, the, question, I the question every technology enthusiast asks, right? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, yes. immediately, immediately on spot, the product idea came to my mind: how it could work and everything. Um, so how I'd envisioned, how I'd envisioned Give Me initially was as a software as a service company where, you know, each merchant that we bring on is a tenant and they get their own setup. It's, it was would have would have not been like a marketplace. They got their own setup and they could promote like a link where where anybody could go on and purchase their gift cards, right, and send it to family and friends back home, for example, which is here in Jamaica. And I went to, to, to my apartment and I just couldn't sleep. I just kept thinking about it the entire night. Mm-hmm. And so I got, got what keeps it. What keeps you up at night is going to be what drives you, right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I took a piece of pen and paper, started sketching out the screens immediately, all the different um, the components that I'd want it to be. And so I got a, a basic user interface up on paper. <laughs> no code written as yet or anything. And I was so excited about it that I decided to call one of my friends who was back here that, that I thought to start it with, right? And I said, oh, I have this great idea. I was actually leaving the next day to come back here. I have this great idea. I want you to pick me up at the airport. I'm going to tell you about it. It's sick, all of that. And, <laughs> and you know, um, I just I was just so excited to, for him to pick me up at the airport. And... He picked me up. Hold on. Know. Let me pause right here because sure. um, remember remember what you were going to say, Rashoy. And for those who are not Jamaican, right? And, and that's one of the things I love about Jamaican. Our language is just so colorful. Now, when Rashoy says it's sick, right? It actually means that it was just so good. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> it's, it's a great idea. So yeah, let me just let me just explain for my non-Jamaican friends. <laughs> <laughs> keep going yes. it was a great idea for me and I, I thought it was very good and so when i when i came back here you know friend picked me up at the airport um i told him about it he was so excited just as excited as me and i said to him like we're going to validate this thing as quick as possible because we need to know because we need to know if it is if it makes sense because you know you could have a great idea but then it doesn't make sense because nobody's willing to pay for it or to use it right and so validation is one of the biggest things that you need to actually do immediately once you have an idea. So next thing I did was to go on Google and type, I typed in the gift card um, market size. It's very hard to get it for Jamaica or the Caribbean, but I looked at the worldwide one and then I kind of just did some math and deduced what the Caribbean may be like, right? And so he said that he's going to talk to some um, company owners, small business owners that he knew and see if they would be interested in this, in this product and 
I call up another friend and I said, hey, we're going to, I have this idea. I'm going to explain it to you, but we have to write, start writing code immediately. So we, it took us about two weeks to, to build the initial minimum viable product. And after that, we just put it up on a server on a domain name and gave the link and gave the link to my friend. And he just started just from door to door physically. So we didn't wow. advertise online or, you know, run any Facebook ads or anything like that. We decided that we really wanted to see who our customers were in person. And so we started going door to door to different merchants and speaking to them and they loved it. Right. So they would have we they would have created their profile, set up their items for sale on the thing, and we would have integrated into our payment processing. All those different things were taken care of. And and then no, um, one of our merchants had a large following on Instagram and she posted the link there in her bio. And by the first day we launched, she posted the link. By the evening, by the evening we saw our first order um, came in that time and we were so excited. <laughs> and that is like within, so the first two weeks, so that was like within week two and a half or so, right? Week two and one day. Wow. So the first day we put the product on the internet, an order came in for a for a, um for a merchant, and the good thing about that order is that we had agreed on a percentage of the sale if we if we if any came through our platform, and so that order made us money without us doing anything. We didn't have to exchange hours for money or anything like that. So mm-hmm. that that was that was really what I was looking for: how to make money without exchanging hours while I'm sleeping, etc. So none of us were paying attention to it. Order just came in. The gift card was magically created by our systems and sent to the recipient. And, and that recipient could now take that gift card back to the merchant and then redeem it for goods and services. And it was completely digital, a digital experience, right? And right. What year was that again? This was 2021. You're March. kidding me. You're kidding me. And we're no, in 2022. So, wow. <laughs> All right. Yes. Um, so remember, give me is only a year. And right. Three no. Yes. Um, no. Believe me, like the amount of um, buzz I've heard around it and seen around it, it feels like it's been around for longer. That's so the you, same. You guys are about. doing. You guys are doing a lot of good work. Yes. Thank you very much. And I've gotten that sentiment. People believe it's it has been around longer. <laughs> so so yes, we did that. And got our first order. The, the merchant loved it, started promoting it, and then recommended us. So one of the best attributes or one of the best things that, that can happen for your product or service is when somebody recommends it. So word of mouth is one of the organic growth uh, methods that I would recommend. You know, you know, if your customers love it so much, they will always uh, refer, refer, refer you to other people. So that individual referred us to some other merchants and you know, I think by the first month we had like 30 merchants or something like that, right? That I, I thought that was good. I wasn't expecting, I was expecting probably five. <laughs> right, right, that was good. Yes. And so all the merchants started getting orders. And I, boy, I was like, hey, we're on the right track. That was a great feeling to have early validation of something that you've built, right? And you know, since once the data started coming in, we started seeing different patterns. Corporate companies then started to reach out to us and say, how can we buy these gift cards in bulk for our staff? And then it came to us, the realization that, hey, we need a corporate portal. <laughs> and so we built out that. And, and so so as you can see, the pattern of feedback is actually driving the decisions in the product development. And so we, we, we pride ourselves in decision-making for product development. So we, we try to do a lot of surveys, talk to our current customers, see what they love, what they like, how we can improve, talk to new customers who we think that would benefit from it, et cetera. And we use those product decisions or feedback to actually create new verticals or new um, improvements, et cetera. So that's how we kind of build our products here at Give Me Everything that you see is actually driven from feedback. Um, um, so the hypothesis was gift card is a big thing, make it digital and, you know, people will love it based on the market size, based on people that are already transacting and buying actual physical gift cards, 
if you, you're making a, a segment of the market more efficient, you're making it paperless, you're saving on um, carbon emission and, and plastics and all those different things. So it was a bit, very big deal for us. And we, we, we hit the nail right on the head and we had a validated product ID and now it could become you know, a big thing. So now we have about 70 different corporate customers, some of the largest ones, NCB, Unicom, everybody, you name it. They're on there buying gift cards in bulk for their staff, for incentive, incentive programs, et cetera. We, we now have unified the marketplace into one directory where you can just go in there and choose a merchant and see all the different offerings and purchase gift cards. We have launched our unique product, which is very popular now. It's called the Give Me Smart Card. And the smart card essentially is an agnostic gift card that doesn't belong to any particular merchant, but you can buy it, the values on it. You can take it to any one of our merchants and redeem it in real time, like a debit card. Wow, that is that is unique. Yeah. That is unique. Very unique. Yeah. Um, so we, you don't really have to make the choice anymore. You just send a smart card to somebody and they make the choice themselves and and. I can tell you that everybody's using that one now. <laughs> so, yeah, take, you know what I mean? Take the pressure off the, um, the exactly. curry, you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. So, so Rashoy, yes. um, from from that MVP, you know, that minimum viable product that you created 50 months ago. Um, 50 months? Or is it 50 months? 13. About 13 months. 13 yeah. months ago to where you are now. Um, what difference has there been between then and no. And what were some of the things that kind of pushed you into making tweaks, you know? Yeah. So, so the difference between then and now is that you just had a, I just had an idea, like um, an insight into what I believe would work. But the different, the biggest difference is that no, I know it is working. So <laughs> that's, that's, that is the biggest difference. And, and so now you also don't have to make any guesses on what to create or what to build next. Now I have tons of customers who I can actually just ask for instant feedback and then use those use those feedback to actually drive product decisions. So those right. are the, those are the major things that I see that are that are different. And we have also morphed from a very basic product into something that is enterprise, something that is um, huge and has has a multiple channels for ordering the, the same thing, which is a gift card essentially. So we, we, we call ourselves a value transfer company using gift cards. And we also, we also believe that, um, that the experience should be quick and fast. And we've tried to improve on all those different things. And I can tell you that the feedback that we've been getting from not only our corporate customers, but also on the, the usage side from the end users has been tremendous. I walked into an island grill recently and and um, an individual was there with the gift me card. I, I didn't even know that. So it is so popular that I could randomly go into an island grill and see somebody actually using it, <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. So it's not like a one-time thing. Hold there. on there. Hold on there. I yeah. know. Remember what you're going to say. But let me tell you something about those random things, right? And how they kind of validate you as an entrepreneur. So I'm not even doing patio apparel like I used to. Like it's kind of not active right yes slightly active very slightly active and the other day i went into a scotia bank um scotia center one is some a major transaction done i didn't even have my id on me i didn't even know because i changed bags that kind of vibe and i didn't have my id lo and behold i was brought into the personal office of somebody um because you know my officer would have an officer would have gone to that person and say hey you know help out this person and so on and so forth i, I was like oh i know her she's from patua but you know what's interesting when I went to see this 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 officer in the bank, he slightly opened his shirt and he literally had on a patwa parachute shirt that he bought from years ago. Wow. And I'm like, oh my gosh! Like you know, he had it on as his undershirt. I'm like, wow! You know what I mean? So that was like wow. kind of validate that what I was doing at the time was amazing stuff. And it has happened on more than one occasions where it's like you know, it's a it's a confirmation of things that you've done right. You know. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and what, what, what was great is that um, in, in, in Island Grill, they, they were restarting their merchant device. This is the device that we used to redeem. So she had to wait and she said that she's not leaving because she loves her gift me gift card. Ah, 
fantastic. Head swell, that not you? Great. That was great. That was actually a very good experience for me to yes. see someone who's into the wild. And um, and then from time to time, you know, people would send me videos. People that know me would send me videos because they've spot like a give me ten cards somewhere. And you know, we're everywhere now. You can barely go anywhere in Kingston and not see it, right? So. Mm-hmm. So that that it's a tremendous feeling, and then every day you get up, you see tons of um, redemptions happening, and you know um, you know a little bit of of the value of that redemption belongs to you because you, you don't even have to be awake, and that was always what I was looking for to build that platform. In it, well, make money while you sleep, right? Make money while you sleep, passive income, yeah, yes, um, yes, yes, and All and right. so yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, Russia, I, I have a number of questions to ask you, but I'm, I'm mindful that we're, you know, we're kind of needing to wrap. So yes. one of the questions I want to ask is if somebody were to ask you to define yourself, you know, and, and kind of get the essence of who Russia is, um, in terms of the experiences you've had and, um, and what you do. Uh, you know, and what you want to accomplish, how would you summarize your journey? Okay. Um, very, that's a very difficult question. But I <laughs> <laughs> so, so to answer it, I am, I would consider myself a very passionate and caring individual about everything that I do and everyone that I, I actually love and care for. And I would also say that I am passionate about building building tools and anything that solves um, inefficiency in any sector, um, not married to one idea or company or anything like that. So I always want to create and build. I will never retire from doing that for however long I live. And I would say that I'm very, I'm very helpful. So if anybody, you know, approach me, I always try to help. I always try to put people on and I would say as as where I'm at now, I'm at uh, a stage where, you know, I can either make something very powerful or I will just be stagnant or regress. So, but I choose to make something very powerful and that's what I'm working on every day, uh, the hardest or, you know, in the smartest way that I possibly can. And where I want to go is to make an impact on, 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 on the new mantra that convenience is the new commodity. So when I travel, I see how quickly and easily everything is accessible. And, and I'm trying to make the same for Jamaica and the rest of the region in terms of you know what I know, which is technology. And I want to actually make something really big and impactful that I can say it's, it's, it's my legacy or a very huge exit. I'm not going to even frown or say I don't want that. I want I want to have a billion dollar valuation company in U.S. terms, and I think I think I have the capability of actually making that happen. And I have the right team and people around me, and that is the most important thing, you know, um, for me. So hopefully, you know, there could be a lot more ways that I could answer that question, but that that is what is on my head now. Yeah, and there's no correct answer. That that just did it right there, right? So you. you said something very poignant, and that's not you not being married to an idea. And that's so critical for us as entrepreneurs because we, you know, our babies are always the most beautiful. Um, and sometimes because of that, we get caught up in we're not letting go of an idea because I created this and and so on. And so, you know, it is so important not to be married to an idea. Thanks for sharing that, Rashoy. I suppose you shared in the um the passage of our conversation you you would have shared it you know your highs your lows and so on yes but but let's kind of just pointedly share your most disappointing moment of your entrepreneurial journey and then also your most rewarding although i think you did allude to that earlier but let's hear it yeah so my most disappointing i would say moments um are when you know you start something with People and people are the most important factor in any starting any business or anything like that. So your team, the actual people, and disappointing for me is, you know, when you decide that this is not working or to go your separate ways or and amicably also, you know, a lot of you, you tend sometimes you tend not try to burn bridges, but it happens because, you know, a lot of people are selfish and and want to like um, leverage you and and you know 
are opportunists and so forth. So those things, you know, I've, I've actually been in a lot of those um, kind of relationships. And it No, you put it so nicely. Use you, Russia, I will leverage you. You know, leverage has a nice connotation, a very positive connotation. So let's say, <laughs> let's say use, eh? <laughs> let's say use. And, and um, yeah, and a lot of people have said, you know, to me, hey, this person is using you and this and that. And, you know, and I've been in those relationships, but, and those have been the disappointing moments, just the people, not necessarily letting go of an idea, because I've always thought that you should learn to fail very fast when you have something new. And that's why validation quickly is, is a big thing for me. So it has always been the relationships with people, you know, some people that you actually grow to like and so forth. And, you know, when they can't, we don't have access to you or your brain, again, they tend to just slip away and not. But I guess it, it is good because those people weren't, weren't for you in the first place. And um, so those, that is just a people thing. For me, it has been um, the most disappointing thing with, with building businesses and an entrepreneurial journey. Um, you, did you say your rewarding parts, your most rewarding parts? <laughs> so the, the most rewarding has been the learning experience and actually and monetary gains. I'm going to say it straight out. <laughs> of course, of course. It's all about the bottom line. You know, you're, this self is saying that to the 20-odd year old self that thought, you know, um, I have to monetize. I don't need the money. <laughs> yeah. Also, you know, you, you get to figure out the right people. Um, mm -hmm. That is very important. So I've, I have extremely great people around me now who are very as, as ambitious as I am. I want to take on the world. And to aim for the stars, you need a, a winning team. And you need a dedicated team. And I think I have that team now. Well, I know I have that team. So so it's, it's just a matter of time before you hear something big from us. <laughs> All right. right. So, and yeah. so as you talk about a matter of time before we hear something big from us, what's next for Rashoi Billings? Yeah. So as an individual, I'll just continue to grow as a CEO, continue to read, continue to, you know, you know, not just try to settle where I'm at, but I love to learn. I love to to keep abreast of what is happening in the world. So I follow a lot of great people and try to um, understand what they're doing, how they've done it and so forth. And I just want to take my business into the future looking really well, um, you know, and make a lot of money for me and my, my, me and my partners and investors. And also, you know, in terms of family life, I'm trying to make that better. I was never good at that with my family. So I'm trying to make that better now. And I'm also trying to work on any relationship that I might have. Right. So so that that is it for me. Nothing, nothing grand or I'm gonna, you know, go on a yacht and sail off or anything like that. Just putting in the work every day consistently and trying to be persistent. And that, that is just that is just um, what is next for me and what is currently happening. Yeah, and I beg to differ. Those are all grand stuff, you know. Um, relationships so important, you know. Um, as an entrepreneur, sometimes we, we get so carried away in our businesses, and then you you get to a point you realize, oh, but you need people. You know what I mean? So I know I, I'm speaking from experience. So yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I'm speaking from experience. All right, Rashoy Billings, what is your? I think that was your final word. But any final thought that you know lingers in your mind that you really wanted to share, and I didn't get to ask you. For sure. So I would just love to reiterate a little thing that I said for any entrepreneur that, you know, um, would, would be listening now is that when you get an idea, um, please validate the market size. Don't try to run on an idea that doesn't already have a transacting market. Um, a transacting market meaning that there is money moving around already and people, people commercing, essentially. Um, try to validate as quick as possible and try to move on as quick as possible when you found out that that idea has failed. Um, so that, that is really what I want to say there. And also in an investor note, before you try to get investors, right, try to have validation, traction, and some sort of numbers, projections before you, before you try to approach any investor. Learn, learn how to do, learn how to tell a story well, and you can only do this by reading a lot more and writing a lot more. And, um, that, that is essentially the note that I want to leave to yes. any any entrepreneur that is listening. And of course, you know how you really tell your story very well. You know how to tell the story. And of course, from the very get-go, you are showing, you're not telling. You are actually showing your um, your Google Analytics from what create days. And so that has followed you along. Very, very interesting journey. Congratulations again to you, Rashawa, you and your team. 
and I wish you every success for the future. My guest has been Rashoy Billings. Of course, he's a founder of Gift Me. Um, and over the years, as you know, based on what you would have heard, he would have started many other projects. And um, and this is where he's at right now. And we look forward to even greater things coming from him. Thank you so much again. And here is our money tip brought to you by Profit Jump Starter. Today's money tip brought to you by Profit Jump Starter is to accept your money, your investing mistakes. Not all of your investment choices are going to be 100% all the time. The reality is you're human and you are prone to making mistakes. But when you recognize that you made an error, don't allow your emotion to stop you from selling such shares to avoid further loss. It is so important that you allow yourself to accept those, you know, mistakes and that you always, you won't always be right 100% of the time. All right. So thank you again, Profit Jump Starter for this money tip. And to you, our listener, I want to say thank you so much for tuning into this episode with Rishoy Billings and leaving today's PowerPoint Planning to go solar? Get a thorough assessment done by qualified persons before you make that big investment. Select a reputable solar partner who will stand by you every step of the way. Thank you so much to JPS, the Jamaica Public Service, for this PowerPoint, which is supposed to be helping you on your money-saving tip, uh, on your money-saving journey so that you can be more efficient and of course, save, um, you know, protect the bottom line. I would love to hear your feedback on this episode. So send me that at hennikawatkisporter at gmail.com or on social media at hennikawatkisporter. Remember to follow this podcast on your favorite podcast app or connect with me for all things podcasting at hennikawatkisporter.com. And I close out with according to the scriptures for today, the reward for humility and the fear of the Lord are riches, honor, and life. Proverbs 22, verse 4. What good 